This is the Ignition Show. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to or welcome back to our podcast. My name is Chris Jansen, host of the Ignition Show, and our aim is to bring you a regular dose of ideas, insights and inspiration you can actually use in the pursuit of your full potential and ignite the flame within you to live your best and full life. In addition to bringing you in-depth conversations with amazing guests, every other week, I'm going to sit down in front of the microphone and share with you some of the most important lessons and nuggets of wisdom I've encountered from training more than 10,000 people over the last decade, and also from the thousands of hours of intimate one-on-one conversations I've had with my coaching clients. So grab a pen or simply sit back and take in today's message. Let it sink in and ask yourself, how does this show up in my life? How can I apply the points that resonate with me to my life today? And what would happen if I did? All right, let's go. Let's dive in. Let's move over to the coach's corner. One of the classic books in the field of personal development or personal growth was written more than 100 years ago by an English gentleman named James Allen. The book was called As a Man Thinketh. And for a variety of reasons, it is certainly a book that has stuck around. It's one that's often still referenced, still used, and still referred to as one of the classics that I think everybody should read at some point. And one of the statements that James Allen made in this book way back was that a person cannot directly choose his circumstances, but he can choose his thoughts, and so, indirectly, yet surely, shape his circumstances. In maybe a modern language, we might say that what you think changes how you interact with your world. And it makes me think of a variety of different examples or stories where this has been uh, true. And perhaps no other, perhaps greater or more dramatic example than the story of two twin brothers who were born into a family in America. And unfortunately, were raised in a family that had a lot of uh, violence and disturbance. The father was an alcoholic. And there's actually a story about about these guys on 60 Minutes uh, many years ago. And they were interviewing these who are now fully, fully grown adults. And one gentleman um, was a fairly successful on Wall Street. The other one was in prison for some a series of crimes he committed over his lifetime. And when they sat down and interviewed these two brothers separately, they wanted to understand how the brother got there, what were some of the choices he made, or what just shaped him as a human being. And the most interesting question was one of the final questions that they asked. And so they sat down and they asked the brother, you know, who also had trouble with alcohol and, and, and petty, petty crime initially, but then some serious crime. He asked them, you know, how did you turn out this way? Or some, some version of that kind of question. And his answer was very straightforward. He said, with a father like that, what else would I do? Remember, his father was an alcoholic and, and very abusive. The brother who was successful on Wall Street, they asked him a similar kind of questions and then they asked him a same kind of question. How did you end up like this? What shaped you? And his answer was very interesting because his answer was, well, with a father like that, what else would I do? And that for me is a very stark and powerful example of what James Allen spoke of when he said a person cannot directly choose his circumstances, but he can choose his thoughts. And so indirectly, yet surely, shape his circumstances. And when I think about that, I can reflect back to much earlier time in my life where I used to have the thought that no one from my town has been successful. Success must be for people from other places. I used to think that I, you know, I grew up not knowing anyone who ran a business or was a doctor or a lawyer, you know, the traditional 
perhaps of the 80s um, stereotypes of what success looks like from a career perspective. So I had the thought, I could never run a business. I, I couldn't become a doctor. And I certainly realized, even as a, as a 20-something-year-old, that I had the thought that my body could never run a marathon, let alone 10K. Every time I ran more than 25 minutes, uh, I would get achy hips and achy knees. And I thought, there's just no way my body could do this. But then my thoughts started to change. I remember being in university and one of my university roommates, she was training to become a med student and wanted to be a doctor. And she was, let me just say, she was not the sharpest knife in the drawer. She was kind of immature and would party a lot. And I just thought to myself, wow, if she could become a doctor, of course I could become a doctor. You know, in my sporting career, I competed against and beat many players who went on to play professional sports. And it made me realize, huh, maybe I could have become a professional athlete. And I also learned over time that my body, with proper training and getting some knowledge, yeah, my body can adapt. It could run more than 25 minutes. And with proper training, proper recovery, some some extra insights and nutrition, I've since gone on to run multiple or compete in multiple Ironman triathlon championships and and run an ultra marathon in addition to other marathons and ended up relatively pain-free. So for me, all of these are examples of how I recognize I limited myself, put a ceiling on what's possible for me. And it's a reminder that limitations are always and only in our minds. There's always someone, there's always someone who was given less of a chance, less resources than you, who has achieved more or done more or contributed more in some way. There's always someone in your company or your community that has more kids, has a more stressful job, has a crazier commute than you, and still exercises regularly. You know, I had a coaching client once. She was a woman who was preparing for the Ironman World Championships. And I was coaching her on the mental aspect of her performance and her preparation. And when I first met her and I had a chance to get to know her a little bit, she blew me away with her schedule. You know, this is a woman who was preparing to train uh, for the Ironman World Championships, which is swimming, biking, and running. She lived in Boulder, Colorado, which is in the, pretty much the, the middle of the USA, but she worked three days a week in Washington, D.C., which is on the East Coast, which is a, probably a two to three hour flight, maybe, maybe even a bit longer, a three hour flight. So from Tuesdays to Thursdays, she commuted to Washington to work, and she had four kids, and in a very high pressure, high profile, high demanding job consulting to the National Defense. So as I said, there's always someone who has more kids and more stressful job and a crazier commute and still makes time to exercise regularly. I guarantee there is someone who has a more severe health challenges than you've experienced and is now thriving. And I know absolutely there is someone who's had less experience or training or education than you and has rose faster or further. And so the point I'm trying to drive home here is that all limitations exist in our mind. Again, to quote James Allen, a person cannot directly choose his circumstances, but he can choose his thoughts, and so indirectly, yet surely, shape his circumstances. So what circumstances are you struggling with right now? What are you challenged by right now in your life, in your business, in your career, in your relationships? Where are you desiring better circumstances 
or experiences or more success or happiness. You've got to interrogate what limitations are you bringing to your own thinking? Where are you holding back? Where have you been holding on to a belief that it's not going to be possible for you right now? That you have too many distractions or commitments or kids or too long of a commute? What excuses or rationalizations or justifications have you been using to hold back a little bit, to hesitate, to procrastinate, to deny yourself, to avoid, to tell yourself, maybe it need, you just need more time. Maybe you just need a little bit more training. Maybe you just need to do a little bit more research. Maybe you just need to ask a few more questions before you're ready. Maybe you've been spending too long getting ready to get ready, as they say. You may not be able to choose your circumstance, but you can choose your thoughts. And so indirectly, you will shape those circumstances. So what thoughts do you need to change? What thoughts are getting in your way? So I want to give you a couple of prompts to help break down your current thinking and open you up to new possibilities. So the first thought is really checking in on what, are you, what have you been focusing on? What are you focusing on in that situation or circumstance? Are you focusing on obstacles or possibilities? Are you putting more energy into the, into the nature of the problem? Or are you putting more energy into finding a solution? Maybe it's time to dial up your creativity or your innovation or your resourcefulness. Maybe you do need to ask someone else's opinion to get a fresh perspective on what you're focusing on. The second thought to, to dwell on is what limits are in my thinking? What have I been telling myself that I need more of in order to take action or be successful? And what way is that limiting me? Because I guarantee someone is experiencing the exact same challenge as you right now. And they're taking action in spite of their lack of resources. The third thought to ponder is, what is it costing me to hold back or to deny myself or to hesitate or avoid the situation, the circumstance I'm dealing with? What is it costing me? What is it costing me in terms of my energy, my time, my fulfillment, my satisfaction, maybe my relationship? What has it been costing me and what will it continue to cost me if I don't change now? The fourth thing to think about is, what if I said, ah, just screw it, I'm going to go for it and do what needs to be done. If I could choose a different belief or a different thought to dwell on, what would that be? And what would I do? And if I really said, screw it, let's just do it, what action would I take in the next 24 hours to make significant, meaningful progress on this challenge or circumstance that I'm dealing with right now? Take this on as an experiment or a challenge to yourself over the next seven days and check in with yourself on where you're limiting yourself in your own thoughts that are directly shaping your circumstances. You are always more capable than you think you are. And this week, I challenge you to prove it to yourself. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We always want you to get the most of the time you've invested here. So this show is only valuable if you apply what you learned. And most learning, as I mentioned, is generated from reflection. So we'd love to hear from you and your reflections on what you learned or found interesting. Please join our community and go to theignitionshow.com slash connect. That's theignitionshow.com slash connect. And let us know what struck you. And what was it that you heard today that you really needed to hear today? You can leave us an audio message or join our Facebook group and participate in the conversation there, where we'd love to hear your comments and follow-up questions. As always, if you like what you hear, 
please subscribe to our show, rate the show, or leave a review on iTunes. It helps others find us and helps us get better. We read every single review and comment that comes through iTunes, Facebook, and our website and respond to as many people as we can. And lastly, remember, whatever you dream of, whatever you hope for, and secretly wish you had, you're closer than you think you are, you're meant to have it, and you absolutely deserve it. Until next time, I'm Chris Jansen, and this is The Ignition Show.